Hi. Here it unfortunately required reading. We like to like give you terms and stuff so you know what we're talking about. Right. Oh, we're in June, which means it's Pride Month for us in the U.S. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Pride Month refers to LGBT, uh, Gay Pride Month. Also, QI and a bunch of letters. QIA plus is where I cut off. Ah, but you're all valid and important. All of you. Um, so we're going to go through some of the terms that you're going to hear thrown around on the internet and we may reference in our podcast. Yeah, we're time. probably going to end up referencing at least a few of these, but uh, so we figure it's easier to get these terms defined now. Yeah, because otherwise it's like 30 minutes of a podcast that you're like, what the hell? Yeah. I know what this means. Walk away. And um, I would like to say two points. One, if you do not know what these words mean, don't feel bad. There are people in this actual community who don't know what these words mean. Yep. Um, that was not shade. It's okay, man. Uh, and then two, if you do use these words incorrectly, as long as you are not doing so intentionally, it's okay. Take a step back, do your research, and be better next time. Now, if you're using these words as weapons, I hate you. And I wish uh, for you to stop it. Thousands of spiders upon your corpse? Not upon the corpse. I want you to suffer in real life. Thousands of er, er, spiders upon your Ford Focus? There we go. Perfect. Okay. Um, So a lot of times you'll hear people throw these terms out and they'll try to use them as insults. Yeah, weapons. weapons. They're they're not. They're They're descriptive terms, dude. Yeah, they're, they're adjectives. Right. Cisgendered. Cisgendered refers to, um, you, well, okay, I think we have to back up all the way to the start. We need to define, we need to define sex versus gender. Sex versus gender. Sex, as far as biological sex, is the set of stuff you were born with. It's your genitals. Yeah. Gender is what you ascribe to. So if you are cisgender, your parts match your thought process. Exactly. You are born male, you feel male, perfect. You are born female, you feel female, set. Transgender, on the other hand, is that those parts don't quite match. Right. You were born a certain biological sex, but your gender feels differently. I'm not here to talk about transgender issues, because that could be a whole other fudging podcast. Yeah, especially with our current administration. With our current existence, there are, yes. there are gay men who don't acknowledge trans people. We're not get, not doing this. Okay, we're not, we're not going there. Anyway. I got too heated. Gay. Gay refers to being homosexual as in attracted to the same biological sex and or gender, depending on how you describe it. Gay typically, though, is referring to men because women have their own word, which is... Lesbian! Stemming from the island of Lesbos in Greece, where a bunch of females got together and did cool shit together. Also, please, 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 please don't just look at lesbians and be like, yeah, porn. Please don't. They, they hate this. Yeah. Um, fun fact. Also, don't ask uh, lesbians which one of you is the butch, which one of you is the lipstick. Please don't. Just don't ask those questions. I guess we should define that. Um... First of all, honestly, butch is a bit derogatory, mm. uh, but it refers to typically a more uh, masculine uh, dressing lesbian. 
uh, while your lipstick, which is also grossly prerogative, like prerogatory and like just icky, is a uh, you're more feminine looking. You're femme. Uh, it's outdated gender stuff. Don't use it. But society knows those words enough to where they throw them around a lot. Yeah, and it's it's usually just one of those things because people have a hard time not seeing a male and female relationship. Yeah, they have to make it heteronormative. Which is weird, but anyway. We'll have to describe heteronormative. Heteronormative is usually, like, what has been ascribed to our culture. So Right. So by by labeling a lesbian couple, which is two women, as one being the man and one being the woman makes it heteronormative, so you can wrap your lizard brain around it. That's um, that's also really big in the gay community as well, if you're talking about two men. <sighs> Honestly... Unpopular opinion. I do think in a weird utopian world, gay men wouldn't do that. We do that because of straight culture. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Hi, hi. Next word. Bisexual. What Amanda is. Um, we also like to refer to this as um, people who are not invited to the party. Yeah. Um, bisexuals are actually the B in LGBTQ, but most people ignore that part. Bisexuality typically refers to being attracted to both biological sexes. And this is where I fall into. I'm happy to have, like, a bi-sister. Like, I, bisexuality, uh, fun fact, is very maligned. Most people think it's a phase, that you'll grow out of it. That's always a fun conversation. Oh, yeah, it's a phase. I've been going through a phase for ten plus heckin' years. You know what's really fun, too, is mm-hmm. when you marry a straight man, and then everybody's like, oh, you've decided, and you're like, but I mean, like, we check out women together at Twin Peaks. So. Yeah, like, uh, it doesn't. It's almost like you don't have to prove yourself. I know. Uh, I like to believe the popular phrase, you can look at the menu, but you're not allowed to order off it once you got married. Accurate. I mean, there are other groups that disagree. And that's okay. Polyamory. Polyamory. Polyamory is when you have relationships with more than one person. Right. And it's consensual and agreed upon. Otherwise, you're a, and agreed upon. Otherwise, you're a fucking cheater. Uh, my favorite thing is when people, especially like... Uh, like, bad BDSM people will say, oh, we're polyamorous. No, you're a cheater. That's what you are. BDSM. Do we want to break that one down? <laughs> uh, bondage, domination, sadomasochism. Uh, it is a sexual it's, culture. Yeah, where you tie folks up and a lot of other things that we don't have time to get into today. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of research that we recommend that you go and do. Oh, yeah. It's a fun world to dive into uh, if you do it right. If you do it wrong, it ends up to a lot of, like, a how do I get KY jelly off my thigh and how do I hide rope burns because I have to go to work tomorrow. Um, also, if a person on call or me does not have any information about themselves whatsoever or references, Run. do not hang out with them. Yes. Pansexual? Pansexual! Pansexual. Uh, Does not have to do with bread. I was disappointed. Or pans. Or pans. You missed that one. That was the one I... Because, okay, so fun fact, if you look at dictionary definitions, I'm technically pan. Because pansexual is bisexual with, like, a small plus sign. It's basically then that you are then open up to non-binary genders, which we'll talk about next. Um... That's basically all that pansexual is. Me, though, being bisexual, I have no issue if this is a more mask-presenting non-binary person. You're just a non-binary person, a they-them non-binary person. I'm attracted to whoever I'm attracted to. So technically I'm pan. I rep bi because my definition of bi has never been very limiting. There you go. Uh, But I would have to technically claim pansexual. 
Does that come from the God Pan, or is that a whole different thing? Actually, it does. Oh. High five. Yeah, I picked something up today. You get a cookie when we're done. <gasps> I love cookies. Um, non-binary. Uh, non-binary is an umbrella term, because there's simply a bunch of different terms under this umbrella. Um, there's demi-boy, demi-girl, uh, gender fluid, gender queer. There's a bunch of words that I just said that probably sound like Harry Potter spells to you. I like them. I like them too because I'm also technically gender fluid, uh, which means I'm under the umbrella term of non-binary. Non-binary is, is that when you think about gender, most ascribe it being a binary, one of two things. Um, there's male and there's female. For non-binary people, they either don't see that binary at all, that you're just a person, or you're willing to fudge that binary. So for instance, I being a gender-fluid non-binary person, use male and female nouns and pronouns, as Victoria has witnessed. Um, I also present both male and female sometimes, um, which Victoria has not yet witnessed. Um, that comes with a whole list of things that we don't have time to get into because we could have a whole other podcast on gender. Um, but that's essentially a high-level discussion of what it means to be binary versus non-binary. Right. We also have asexual, where you're just not really attracted to anybody. Sexually attracted. Sexually attracted. Because, Thank you for making sure that we yeah, included that word. Because there is aromantic as well, which mm -hmm. is not being attracted really to anyone. But asexuals are actually, that's a term that I really had to like come to Jesus with. Because I am an old smut lord. If two characters shared screen time, they were doing it. And it was actually some asexual readers that I had that said they were uncomfortable with that level of sexualization. I was like, oh, okay, I understand. Asexuality is not having physical attraction to people. Now, that does not mean that they don't enjoy sex. Uh, sometimes, uh, actually, uh, there was a great Ojoy sex toy uh, comic about asexuality and masturbation. That is a thing for them sometimes. But um, it's mostly just a lack of physical attraction to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have in here Drag Queen and Drag King. Yeah, um, so Drag King is a little bit contested because uh, while drag queens are typically, typically cis gay men who dress as women, there has been um, more discussion about opening up drag queens to include things like bio queens, which are biological women who dress as women. You hear my pause because I have some skepticism. Um transgender women who still use drag as a form of uh, representation and female uh, representation and drag king I, I struggle with drag king a little bit uh, because most drag kings which are then biological women who dress as men aren't just doing it for fun uh, drag queens that is an art form first and foremostly it's art and not that there are no drag kings that do this for art most of them are non-binary people or women who more ascribe to be men. So most drag kings are a little, uh, I, I struggle personally with that term. Just because to me, once you start doing it for gender representation, it's not a thing. Like, it's it's hard to put words on that. It's so like, technically, I'm a cross-player, as in someone who often cosplays as a different gender. But there is a difference between me cosplaying as a man and me presenting male for the sake of gender identity. Right. One of the big things that 
you're going to hear a lot about this month is the Stonewall riots. Yep. Um, we're going to do a very, very brief overview. I highly recommend that you do the research yourself. Please do. Um, it's a very contested period of history. Stonewall riots. Also, it's referred to as the Stonewall Uprising mm-hmm. or the Stonewall Rebellion. It's a series of spontaneous violent demonstrations by members of the LGBT community against a police raid that took place in the early morning hours of June 28, 1969, at the Stonewall Inn in Greenwich Village in Manhattan. Um, what's interesting is there have been films and things like that about this, but the two folks that led the charge were... There were two uh, transgender women of color. Um, let's see. It was Marsha and Sylvia. I know were the first names. Last names escape me. Um, but these were two trans women of color who oftentimes get whitewashed and that is um frustrating and exhausting but stonewall is the reason we have pride this month uh stonewall happened in at towards the end of june in 1969 um you owe modern pride to what happened at stonewall and uh this was not innocent this was not um soft this was not uh, passively marching in the streets. This was bricks being thrown into windows. This was violence. This was death. This was pain. And this was blood. Uh, we fought back to take back our community and our safe spaces, and we are better and stronger for it. It is not here for corporate sponsorship mm-hmm. to throw rainbows on everything to make a profit. And it is not here for a bunch of cis people to forget that they made this happen. So Stonewall Inn was... Um, mostly catered to with patrons who are the most marginalized in the gay community. So mm-hmm. drag queens, transgender people, um, more young men who are considered to be more feminine, the unfortunate term butch lesbian at the time, uh, male prostitutes, homeless youth. It was a collective place for everyone just to feel safe. Yes. Um, it was where you went to meet other people who thought like you and felt like you. And the... They were raided by the police. Yes. And um, it ended up being one of those things where there were the tensions were so high before, between the NYC PD and the, uh, the residents that it ended up becoming just a really big riot of stuff. Right. Because keep in mind, at this time, the police were intentionally giving gay men a hard time. Uh, there was a lot of police brutality. There was a lot of discrimination because, again, these are mostly people of color. Um so it's a lot of racism, it's a lot of sexism, it's a lot of homophobia. So this is not just one day a bunch of gays got angry. Right. That's not what this was. This is hundreds and thousands of years of oppression. Yeah. Um, there is now a monument at Stonewall, the Stonewall National Monument. It was mm-hmm. established in 2016. Mm-hmm. There is a lot more to this. Yeah. So much more to There's- this. There are entire books devoted to this and we definitely could not give this the credence that it deserves um we'll probably link some good resources um because this is a very high level primer just so if you start hearing us throw around these terms because it is pride month and we'll probably be using these terms and i feel like a lot of them we've already used in Mm -hmm. podcast episodes just it was good to kind of get these out of the way to explain them because um one thing that i will say does annoy me is that when people use these words as weapons like uh, there was one hat on the internet who said being called a cis heterosexual white man was the same as being called the n-word to which i groaned so loudly that probably you all could hear it from where you live yeah just uh, why but uh stonewall was an important part of 
the LGBT community and the history. Um, if you ever want to understand why, especially like some older gay people are a little bit uh, less willing to talk about the struggle and everything, it's because it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine. Mm -hmm. When you think about why gay people are so proud of our colors, of our flags, of our tribes, this is why. Um, we should probably talk about a few of the tribes, shouldn't we? Probably. So, uh, the LGBT community, like ogres, has layers. It's more like a parfait. It, is, it really is a parfait. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful parfait. How many times have we referenced that movie now? Too fucking many. Sorry, dude. Um, it, it's not your fault. I made it. Um, there are tribes within the community. And a tribe refers to your particular camp or where you stand. So typically, like, uh, bisexuals have their own tribe with their own flag. Flags and colors are also very important. Uh, we may post a few of our favorite flags. Um, I'm particularly very fond of the bisexual uh, pride colors. Also the bi-angles, because it is a pun and is reclaiming something from Nazi Germany. Bi-angles. Do you not know about the bi-angles? No, I do, but I love oh. the phrase. So, you all probably don't know about the bi-angles. Uh, during World War II, because it was terrible and the Holocaust was real. Mm-hmm. We have Holocaust deniers again. And you know what? There was a there was a quote. It was from one of the presidents, and I apologize. I can't tell you which one, but it was about how we need to make sure that we write all this down and talk about this because in a few years there are going to be people who deny that this ever happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of skulls, guys. Yeah. So uh, Holocaust deniers are a thing, but during the Holocaust, uh, bisexual men especially were given uh, two triangles on their uniforms. So uh, bisexuals have reclaimed them as the biangles. And they usually uh, meld into the bisexual colors, which are purple, uh, blue, and pink. And what's interesting, too, is if you ever look at Dr. Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror, he's got a little pink triangle, which is what they would put on um, gay men yes. in, during Nazi Germany. Yeah. And it has been reclaimed. Yeah. Um, there, I, I do think that there are some symbols that can be reclaimed. I'm proud of my bi-angles, and I'm proud of my bi-pride flags, but... Um, we have a bunch of tribes that all have their own language and their own words. Um, bears are their own tribe, which are lovely. Uh, that usually refers to larger and uh, more hairy uh, gay men. Um, there's the leather community, which is, I don't need to describe that further to you. Anyway. I, oh, God, leather community is so much fun during Pride. <laughs> um, just um, technically lipsticks. Lesbians do have their own tribe, as do butch lesbians have their own pride flags and colors and symbols. Being LGBT is honestly like being a wizard in Harry Potter. Like, you open up, like, a special brick in, like, a, a wall, and there's suddenly all these symbols and words that, to you at first, didn't make sense, and now they do, and it's wonderful. June kind of feels like if Hogwarts had an open muggle day. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which... If you go to Pride, mm -hmm. there are some phrases. Yes. Please don't use. Mm -hmm. If you walk out and go, oh God, I hope a lesbian doesn't hit on me today. Please that, stay home. Yeah, please know that I'm personally disappointed in you. Also, um, I'm working on a blog post about this on my own personal blog. Uh, shameless plug. But um, one thing I will say that is starting to bristle me is um, the co-option of drag language and drag culture like there is nothing that i hate more than like cis het women going like yes queen work but also gays shouldn't be allowed to marry 
Am I allowed to talk about wig snatching? You are. You're a part of the family. You can say that. But, like, Brenda, who does hair and doesn't think that, like, abortion should be legal and that, you know, transgender people are sinners, you don't get to say you love RuPaul's Drag Race. You don't get to. I'm sorry. You don't get to say, I'm going to snatch your wig and then say that gay people shouldn't be allowed to marry in the church. You don't get to do that. You don't get to say, I'm going to kiki with my sisters. What the hell does kiki mean? Okay, girl. <laughs> a kiki is when uh, two of your best uh, girls, your best Judies, your gals, get together and you talk. You typically spill a lot of tea at a kiki. I like to talk about spilling tea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a kai kai is when two drag queens sleep with each other. I learned something new today. <laughs> Also, scissoring isn't really a thing. Well, yeah. thanks, South Park. Yeah, thanks, South Park. Um, so that's more drag language. Um, it is a form of cultural, cultural appropriation, which in and of itself is a neutral term. So I'm not saying that you are wrong if you are a hetero person saying yas. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that it is inherently hypocritical if you are that person and you do not think that gay people should have rights. Which I do not think is a controversial stance. Thank you. I don't, I don't if it is, we, we need to have a conversation. I mean, I can think of some people who are probably going to like freak out, but yeah. Anyway, um, we we started the show with listing our allegiances, mostly because uh, there is nothing that I uh, hate more than being on a, like like watching like a diversity panel and it being a bunch of like straight white dudes see that a lot during anime conventions or it's like how to write female characters and it's like a bunch of straight white dudes it's like yes white man tell tell me how to write the story of my people <laughs> i just imagine you standing up there and being like let me sing you this song it is of my people so you may write us better that's honestly one of the reasons i panel like that's genuinely one of the reasons i panel is because I spent a lot of years going to, like, anime conventions and sci-fi conventions, like, going to panels. Like, representation. It's like, you're all white. Representing whom? Representing whomst. Whomst? Yes. Uh, if there's ever a word that we use on the podcast that you don't know and that we don't explain, because we typically, Tori holds me pretty honest, where it's like, I have to explain that, don't I? <laughs> I try, because there are times I'm like, I know what that means. But that doesn't mean that everyone will know what that means. Yeah. And there are some times that I will be honest, I don't know what it means. (laughs) So then I look at Amanda and I'm like, maybe you should explain that to the listeners. And then I'm like... But also to me a little bit. she doesn't know. (laughs) She doesn't know. Um, You can tell. I I am very bad at lying, so you can see my eyes. I kind of like it, though. Like, here's one thing I will say. I am an old gay... And there's still, I had to have it explain to me what a demisexual is. Or, like, what a demi boy or a demi girl is. Or, like, what a gray asexual is. Like, there are words that I've been in this community for. I came out when I was in high school. Do, 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 10 plus years. And, like, gray asexual kind of sounds like the grays, like the alien thing. I'm not calling you aliens, by the way. I compared it to Gandalf the Gray. Oh, Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, no, a gray asexual is just someone who. It, it blurs that line and they're willing to make allowances for some people. It's all that it means. Like, demi. Basically, if you use etymology, these words aren't that crazy. 
if you have a Greek to, if you have a Greco-Roman suffix book. Listen, not everybody studied Latin for 10 years like you. It got me nowhere except when I went to Rome. Um, we could go over an entire history of LGBT uh, existence in life. We don't have time for that, but we hope that this primer was useful and helpful. And if you have any questions, uh, you have two resident uh, experts. Well, we I have... think you're more of an expert than I am. Okay, you have one resident expert and one very enthusiastic listener. Yes. <laughs> um, you can email us at unfortunately required reading. We will do our best. Absolutely. Um, I know I check the comments all the time. Yeah. Sorry, unfortunately required reading at gmail.com. Yes. Or many things. All we ask is that you ask respectfully. Yeah, like, that's the big thing. It's like, we're going to ask these questions. Uh, so, like, if you listen to me on the podcast and you hear me use a male noun or a male pronoun, maybe ask before you call me something horrible. Yeah. Reading Rainbow for some reason needed to be in there. That was fine. Um, happy Pride. Happy Pride. Thank you all for listening.